Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical After Dark. <laughs> what does that <laughs> mean? Well, this is the latest we've recorded, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Because it's almost 11 p.m. Well, how are they supposed to know that? <laughs> well, they don't now. <laughs> oh, that's true. If you gave me like three seconds to explain it, I would have. <laughs> uh, how's it going? Are you sleepy yet or are you good? No, I'm okay. Okay, good. We took yeah. a nap earlier, so I think that's that helped. That's true. <laughs> yeah. We usually record around between 8.30 and 9.30, and, and but I had a... Uh, Spurs game to work earlier, so we got a late start. But we're ready to do this thing. We have a good one lined up, I think. Yeah. Um, we had um, Badass Women, which was a really good episode. Um, and this time we're going to switch it around to men, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised we hadn't done. We've done like Terrible Men and Terrible Women, and I was surprised we didn't do Badass Women or, well, I mean, men. We always talk about how. Yeah, are, and so. even like. When doing research for this, there's always something I could get from the men that's like not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like for example, like sexist or like, like Gandhi. He had like a he was against homosexuality. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Like uh, even like uh, Martin Luther King, like he cheated on his wife. You know, like, oh, God damn. Yeah, I know. It's just like it, yeah. That's why I'm curious to see what you found. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like George Washington had slaves, which yeah. is I mean, it's, it's I mean it's it was the thing back yeah, then. It was, the, still, it was trendy. Yeah, it's trendy back then, but um, but yeah, that's still not a good thing. Freaking cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, a little bit of quarantine corner. This is very kind of ties into. What we watched today, or didn't really mean it to, to, but we watched a movie called Nobody, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much about Bob Odenkirk being a badass. And yeah, if you just like violence and John Wick, yeah, and, like just a one guy being up a ton of other people. <laughs> um, you like this movie? Simple format. Yeah, it I mean, so, some, sometimes you just want to see like a badass guy beating up other people, yeah. and that's all you need. <laughs> yeah, well said. So check that out if you want. It's uh, don't go for like any kind of plot, but it, yeah, this is really a story, <laughs> and it doesn't really explain everything. And I like him. I like yeah, him also. I like but but I mean, if as long as you don't care about that, then you're you're like this movie. Yeah, and I guess the only other main thing that I had for what we've done since then is we finished um, the Promised Neverland. Oh yeah. And I just I, I just wrote down that I, I don't want to spoil anything because it was still a great series, but. I pretty much haven't seen something so good screw up it like screw it up so bad since like Dexter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say Dexter is still worse. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Because because at, at least the ending was. I don't again. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but just know that it's it's bad, but it's not as bad as Dexter. Okay. Yeah. And and at least I think Dexter is planning a comeback to maybe I don't know how they're gonna what if they're gonna have the writers back the ones that made it good or yeah. what but but it was as just far like as Promise I, Neverland it doesn't seem like they have any future plans like everybody but with the, but here's it. the thing with Promise Neverland like this is an anime so, show by the yeah, way yeah it's a great show you should watch it but it was just so the last it's so easy <laughs> to make it longer because even with like. In the last episode, I like at some point I was like, "Oh, so the, now the story is going to be about this," and yeah. they didn't do that. Yeah, and that would have been so interesting if they went with what, what I thought they were going to, but no, they didn't. Yeah. So, so I mean, maybe watch so, it, watch it, knowing that you might not like the end, I would or still, maybe well, I don't know. Everybody I would still, I would still recommend people still, watch yeah. it, especially for the that first season. That first season, that first like, had me like on the edge. Yeah, be like, oh my god! Great. I started like really waiting for Thursdays when it was coming <laughs> out, and yeah, that was good. Um, but yeah, that's all we've done really so far. Um, I, I went back to work. Yes, you went back to work. How's that been? Uh, it's been like, I mean, it's it was slow at first, and then like. All these things kept popping up, and I'm oh. like, okay, now I'm, I'm back in the swing of things. This is like how it's later in the week, or what? Yeah, just because there are like new things that came up, and there's like all these arts I have to prep now. And I actually, <laughs> I, I I joke with my Sims clerk; she's the one that schedules my meetings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I joke with her the, uh, yesterday on, on Friday because 
I was like, you know, I blame like all this extra work I have to do because of you. And she's like, why? Like, well, you schedule the meetings and then I have to prep them and I have to attend them. And if you didn't schedule them in the first place, I wouldn't have to do it. <laughs> and what she's saying, just like. She was just laughing. She, she knows I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you were bored for a couple of weeks there. So yeah. I'm sure there's there's good things of being back. Yeah, I um, I was also I also told her how you work like Spurs games every once in oh, a yeah. while, um, and that I used to like you know before the pandemic used to get me like little treats. Oh <laughs> yeah. Before and then now <laughs> cookies or brownies. Yeah, and then you won't, and now you don't get them anymore because they don't have like a little yeah lounge. soon enough they'll open that up. I guess. Yeah, but but I was like, and I I I told her like I told him I told my husband it's like you know. Why are you going to this game? If I'm not gonna get any <laughs> treats out of it, anymore? yeah. There's like, why do them? You know. Hey, I get like ninety bucks a pop, okay, for those. So. But you, you, if you go to them, you better start like stopping somewhere and getting <laughs> some cookies or brownies or ice cream or something. Yeah, definitely won't get it at the game because there will be like triple the cost. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of brownies. <laughs> Which I, be- I briefly mentioned. I saw when I was at Costco, they had like a keto brownie mix, mm. like paleo and keto brownie mix uh, box that I was I looked at, but it was a little expensive. But I was like, interesting. Mm. If I was more into sweets, I might, or if it was a smaller box, I could try one or something. But HEB has like little packages of like little cookies and brownies that are, are pretty good. Oh, okay. That's that's enough to satisfy me because like every once in a while, I'll get a sweet tooth. Be like, I I want some cookies or ice cream mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. But like, I don't want to eat like a, I don't want like twelve cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, speaking of the whole keto thing, um, this edition of Mindy Tries It, I'm going to be included this time because um, I'm trying to get back at least for like a month or two, maybe longer, because I have like two, one wedding I'm in and then another that I'm, you know, going to be going to. I mean, you're a VIP in yeah, that wedding because you're because you're, you're her brother. So Yes, and then I'm the best man in the other. Yeah. So I'm kind of, uh, I've been hitting the keto and exercise hard lately and I've recently kind of I've I've been getting those sparkling ice a lot from Amazon like very like often and Costco and stuff for like a couple of years now and I'm just like I drink them like they're water <laughs> and I've kind of like I was like maybe I should look more into this and was reading how that um the those sparkling waters that have I think it's called like su- sucralose or something mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's not as nearly as bad as sugar but it's still not it doesn't help keep you in keto and ketosis and stuff and it's like and especially if you have it a lot mm-hmm. i was like well i have like three a day so um anyways i got a couple of healthier ones from the store that i'm going to try and i have about one percent confidence that i'll like them do you do you have Lacroix? i think i think that's... that's the one i've i've seen but they didn't have single cans oh, okay. i got i i was like i'm just gonna get one that like the most the one I'm most confident in, um, in terms of like, there was like, I think it was like blueberry lemonade and it was called polar mm. sparkling water. And I was going to have that one also, um, today, but that's the one that I actually tried last night and we ended up not yeah, recording yeah, I tried it, yeah. and it was not good. I think I liked it more than you did. Okay, Well, maybe you can have them cause I, otherwise I'll probably throw them out. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I, just, I mean, it was I, like, it was like four bucks for the big pack. So mm. I've just heard LaCroix is good and just fun to See, say. But like, <laughs> yeah, I would have gotten it too, just a whole, a whole taste test. Um, but let me go ahead and try one of them and then we'll do your, we'll do your snack, your Japanese box, and then I'll try the other one. Okay. The first one, so these both, I've heard they don't have any of those sugar substitutes, meaning they probably taste like fucking gasoline to me. Let me try and I've oh. tried one. This is bubbly, sparkling water. This is strawberry. And I, and I believe I've tried one of these bubbly ones somewhere. Like, I think at my sister's, but I don't think mm-hmm. it was this flavor. I'm pretty sure it's not going to taste anything like strawberry to me, but let's... I've heard bubbly is good, too. Yeah. They're all healthy, but you, have you heard that they taste good? <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, it's a different well... story. <laughs> okay, first the smell test. Don't smell anything. Okay, there was there's a little hint 
at least a little bit more than there was actually of the the, other, the, the polar one. Yeah. yeah. Let me turn it again. A little bit. Very little. Let's see if you taste any more flavor than you did with the other one. To see, this flavor is more pronounced as opposed to the blueberry one where like the aftertaste was blueberry. This, I tasted <laughs> strawberry. Like more. I tasted it straight away. Yeah. Still probably not something I would just It's just drink. sparkling water just in general has like a certain like taste to it that I just don't enjoy. Yeah, I think that's my issue too. <laughs> like because uh, people, you know how some people like uh, Topo Chico. Yeah, yeah. I hate, oh no, I hate double chico. Yeah, I won't. I don't even think I've tried it, but I can just tell what it tastes like. Well, I, I tr- I've tried it because uh, growing up in Mexico, like that's what <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so the adults in my family would drink tequila with double chico yeah. in it, or some kind of like mineral water with it. And see, I might after like I'll try mixing this one with some because I have I always get like flavored vodka. Like, oh, well, I used to get cherry, but then they just like got rid of it because I loved it so much. They, dis- they discontinued yeah. it. I confirmed it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll try it with this. I think I usually get blue raspberry vodka. Um, I tried it with the Polar. It was not great. Um, let's go ahead and jump into yours, and then I'll get back to the other. Okay. So this is this is very different from what you've had. They've all been like snack, like saltier, sour. It looks like sesame seeds. But describe this. It's like a round, like a cookie. It's like right? a round disc. It, it like, it kind of reminds me of um, uh, the, um, what's it called? The... Um, Mazapans. Mazapans, but... Another Mexico snack. But with like <clears throat> seeds. Yeah, it's so just... It looks like something you'd give a, uh, a bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about this... The size, like diameter-wise, of like a rice cake. It smells good. It smells kind of sweet. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And, but it's black, and it looks like it has a bunch of seeds in it or yeah. something. It smells like there's honey. It's like it looks like a just somebody just got a amount like a circle of dirt. Like <laughs> they they the like made it. a bird tree for humans. And let me describe in case you maybe want to look it up. It's just called black sesame ty- taco, kumamon design. It has its own colon in the title of it. Fancy. Each of these CD drums are handmade in Kumamoto, hometown of Kumamon, by roasting almonds and sesame seeds and mixing them by hand with sugar syrup over heat. Mm. See, what I appreciate about this, it's like a perfect circle. <laughs> They're then hand-pressed into discs and left to cool into this deliciously nutty snack. Oh, I think I like this, if it's nutty. All right. I like Go this. ahead and take a bite. Oh, it's kind of sticky. Mm-hmm. Yeah? This is good. <laughs> I think this is my favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's got almonds in it. Your name. That's pretty good. Sesame seeds. I mean, yeah. I'm into this for sure. <laughs> so, two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Highly well, recommend. We'll definitely have some finish that later. That's the Black Sesame Taco from the Boxu Box. Mm-hmm. Sponsored. Just like... Not... Any Asian it. dish, like, if you just add sesame seeds to it, it adds this, like, nuttiness to it. Mm. That's a really good. Yeah. Let me go to something that won't be good. Because this is, this kind of reminds me of, like, the Topo Chico type of thing. Because mm-hmm. it's uh, always, like, very clear. Perrier. Perrier. But this one is L'Orange, so I'm like, well, at least it's not just, just regular Perrier, because I would I was going to say, it's not regular orange, it's L'Orange. <laughs> yeah, it's, also, it's a French orange. Um, flavored carbonated mineral water. The totally doesn't have like anything bad. Oh, it does. Oh, it says, yeah, not a significant source of fat sugars. Okay, pretty sure this might be the worst of the three. All right, I'm still eating this. Sorry, <laughs> right. it's so good. I like... Let me smell it. I'm gonna get more okay. of that. I mean, I smell the art, the flavor more than any of the other things. Mm. Come on, please. I need something to drink. That's not water. Ugh. No. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Hold on. No. It's like an orange peel in a sparkling water canister. Yeah. No. Is that, I think this is the worst one. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't like... I need to try the polar one again, but compared to this one. Yeah, the, the bubbly is definitely the better Somehow one. Somehow the bubbly, yeah. I, I guess I had bad memories of it the first time, but this is it is better. 
I still don't think I found a replacement for my much sweeter <laughs> sparkling ice I used to get. So I might just have to stick to water. I don't know. I might be out of options. I might have to try LaCroix and I think there was another one. Well, um, you know, they also, they, they also Sun have like, um, like, you know how there's a coffee maker? Mm -hmm. um, there's one for sparkling water and you can like choose the flavors and things like well, that. Well, yeah, but all that's the problem is the flavors will have some type of sugar substitute in it. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I know. It's not, I'm not giving you, I'm not making you solve it for me. I'm just saying. I'll keep looking around. Um, but yeah, my, I'll give half a thumb up to Bubbly and two down to Perry. And, yeah, and I get two thumbs up for this, <laughs> this sesame seed shit. This is awesome. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so before we get into our um, our badass men, I thought I would take this occasion to go ahead and um, a spotlight on a dumb woman. Mm. <laughs> so let's jump into Questioning Florida. See, we're not sexist here. <laughs> yeah, see, we got we're um, spreading it out evenly on this one since men get hurt all the time on this. Well, it's their, so. it's, it's their fault though. <laughs> yeah. um, so this was from wftv.com and it's from March 16th. It's, it's very recent. Oh my god. The J dog is just staring at me right now. <laughs> um, so. I'm not going to read the headline on this one because I want to just go right into the story. But also on this one, I'm I'm actually going to sprinkle in some spot the real questions since we haven't done that in a while. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, nervous. I haven't. We haven't had that segment probably since we started doing Mindy tries <laughs> it and and quarantine corner and all that stuff. Well, I mean, I eat snacks, so I don't really miss it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he heard snacks. <laughs> Get back on Podcast. the couch. Good boy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a little bit of... He's on top of Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a little bit of spot the real in this one also. All right, here we go. Okay. A Florida woman is accused of striking her former boyfriend and vandalizing his vehicle by smashing its windshield, puncturing its tires, and smearing what on it? Mm, here are your choices. There's three. A... Are you thinking like human shit or something? Yeah, feces. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it's it, these are all foods. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, a, a barbecue sauce and whipped cream. B honey and cake frosting. Or C syrup and chocolate sauce. Interesting <laughs> choices. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they're not like excrements. <laughs> right. Um. Okay, I'm not thinking the barbecue sauce and whipped cream because that seems kind of like abnormal. Like, why would you get those two together? <laughs> okay, I mean, because you're a Florida woman, maybe, but I understand. <laughs> what was the second one? Uh, honey and cake frosting. I'm gonna say that one. Okay, so the correct answer here is barbecue sauce and whipped what? cream. <laughs> so that might help you for the future questions. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Yeah, uh, that is weird. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because the other two <laughs> make sense. Like maybe you're making a cake <laughs> yeah. or something like that. But are you ha are you having ribs and then cake? Yeah, it's like she just found the two nearest things and uh, just put those on there. Whipped cream doesn't what? seem like it would even be that hard to get off. Yeah, I mean that's just a waste People of whipped cream. off each other. <laughs> that's true. Syrup would have been better. That's why I put that on there. Um. Yeah, it's a waste of whipped cream. Like, I remember as a kid, I used to, like, squirt that shit in my mouth all the time. <clears throat> yeah, no barbecue uh, barbecue sauce to follow it, to chase it. <laughs> no, only with my chicken nuggets oh, from okay. McDonald's. Uh, oh, you, you Is that your preferred, uh, preferred? Is that your preferred sauce for chicken nuggets? Well, specifically for McDonald's oh, okay. chicken nuggets, yes. Oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> don't, don't question And it. for chicken filet nuggets it's, it's a chick-fil-a Chick sauce, sauce which and i just got from the grocery store they have it now in bottles so that's awesome yeah he actually got it for me because he texted me while i was at work and i was like that that like hour and a half was like crazy Super, busy yeah. yeah and so when i actually saw it, it was like several like like an hour later I yeah think. an hour later and, and i was like, like no. oh, oh shit like i'm sorry to answer and he's like i got it for you anyways <laughs> Yeah. They also Good had job. Polynesian. I don't know if you've tried that one. I haven't. No, I haven't. I mean, like you probably would like it. 
I'm open to it. <laughs> um, all right, so I like the Polynesian people. <laughs> Shout out to our Polynesian fans out there. <laughs> all of those thousands. <laughs> um, so Beth Bruna, 22, was arrested March 9th and charged with aggravated battery using a deadly weapon and criminal mischief. She was released the next day after posting bail. See, if I was going to be charged with anything, I feel like criminal criminal mischief would be the thing I don't want to be charged <laughs> for because it's, it's fun. Yeah, mischief always sounds like a, a fun crime. Yeah. Police responded. It's like something Joaquin would be charged with. <laughs> <laughs> Police responded to a domestic dispute call and spoke with a man who said the couple decided to end their relationship. Mm. According to the report, she became enraged when the man went to her apartment and put her belongings on the ground outside the residence. Bruna confronted him and allegedly began throwing what at him? A. Eggs. B. Chicken wings. C. Ribs. Okay. So this woman is crazy based on the last one. She has barbecue sauce, which leads me to think it might be ribs. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Is that your choice? Yeah. Because who who likes barbecue wings? (laughs) Yeah. No. Bruna confronted him and allegedly began throwing eggs at him. Oh, man, that was, a, that was the most logical choice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I kind of screwed you on that one. I'm putting ribs. But uh, you have one more chance to redeem yourself for at least one point okay. a little bit later. According to the report, the man admitted that he got out of his vehicle and hit her with an open hand with enough force to drop her to the ground. Oh, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Um, shortly after the confrontation, the woman allegedly returned to the victim's residence and began damaging his vehicle. That's not cool either. No. The victim told police that when he attempted to stop Bruna, she took what and hit him above his eye, causing a a laceration. So she hit him with something. Okay. Causing a laceration. A, a hammer. B, a bike chain. Or C, tongs. Again, I'm going back to the rib thing, and I think it's tongs. Tongs? Yeah. Okay. She took... A hammer and hit him above his eye. Actually, I just noticed this while I was reading it, but you could have gotten some context clues because she was charged with aggravated battery using a deadly weapon. And I don't think a bike Ta- chain or well, kitchen tongs. You can choke someone with a bike chain. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, tongs- you didn't even choose it, though. Tongs? But, I mean, if you're really creative, it could be a weapon. Okay, if you're John Wick, yeah, you can use anything. That's true. But, all right, over three. I kind of tricked you a couple times, but I really had you going on the barbecue theme <laughs> once. once <laughs> but, hey, it's hard. Yeah. You only have one out of three shot every time, so I won't um, give you too much shit for it. The assault ended when Bruna's sister intervened, according to police. So, mm-hmm. at least somebody stopped her. Um, very quick score for her because there's no firearms or weapons that fit the criteria. Surprisingly, a hammer is not. It's Ooh. they're mostly blade related on the criteria. Well, so. I mean, I, uh, okay. Well, I was gonna say the like the the back end of a hammer. I mean, it's kind of sharp. Oh yeah. I, uh, oh, so that would be a blade. I, I, I mean, she doesn't. She's only gonna end up with five points. Assault with a deadly weapon, five points. I do believe if you have a vehicle mentioned, it's worth one or two. So, I mean, we'll give her seven, whatever. Okay. It's not going to be much of a a score for her, but um, yeah, best of luck to you and your ex. I'm sure that won't be the last time you guys fight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I had to focus on a woman this time because um, this is the man's episode. (laughs) And speaking of that, let's jump into yours. Okay. Um, So, I'm going to be talking about this is his full name okay john jacob <laughs> john jacob <laughs> schmidt <laughs> maria joseph paul yaviz rock gilbert demore marquis de lafayette was the first name marie marie is he like french or something yes oh okay yeah um but where it's i'm just gonna be calling him lafayette okay people know him as marquis de lafayette okay you know who that is wait marquis lafayette De, de Lafayette. Oh. oh, yeah, MDL, I know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. Well, you're going to know, and then you're going to be like, how did I know about this? How did I not know about oh, okay. this? Okay, good. I, but like, those, I like those. But those, the people that watch Hamilton will <laughs> oh, okay. know who he is. Don't, isn't there a song where they say his name? Yeah, they go, Lafayette. Yeah, okay. Hey, 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 Probably hey, heard yeah. you play it in the car. Probably. 
Um, okay, where was I? Okay, so Lafayette was... <laughs> At the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> um, Lafayette was born on September 6, 1757. Okay. Um, in France. He's French, obviously. Yes. Checks out. Um, he came from a rich family of noble soldiers. Um, his father died when he was two years old, um, fighting in the Seven Years' War, which is something I, I might go into someday because it's crazy, yeah. but I'm not going to go into now. Um, and then his grandfather and mother died when he was 12. Hmm. Um, so basically, his family was very wealthy, and so when everyone died, he became like a wealthy orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like in the ups in France. When he was 16, he joined the Royal Army and married a woman named Marie, um, who's one of the wealthiest families in France. So he came, became even more wealthy. He married someone named Marie? Yeah. And his first name was? Marie. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I just added that part just because you know how people complain that Mexicans have super long names. <laughs> yeah. Not as long as this guy's no, name. And we'll he's call him, uh, he's I'm gonna just call him Lafayette. Lafayette, yeah. Um So although Lafayette had all this money, all he could think about was wanting to go to war because he's he's from a family of soldiers and things okay, like that and yeah. he and he wanted like, more oh, than just like living in luxury and things like that god uh, forbid <laughs> <laughs> um so um he sought the opportunity for that on april 19th 1775 when the revolutionary yeah, war began we're about to have our independence well yeah close mm-hmm. um that's when the revolutionary war began here right. in the united states um Two years after the war had started, he wanted to join the fight. So he went to America on June, in June in 1777, and then he arrived in Philadelphia a month later, because, you know, traveling and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went to the Continental Congress and told them that he wanted to join the war. He was only 19 at the time and not experienced in battle, so they were like, mm, I don't we should let you join the war. Um, but then Lafayette told them that he would fight for free, and they were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? If he dies, Why he dies. Not? Yeah, and at this time, also, uh, they were, like, starting to lose badly, so they're like, we'll mm. take any, any free support. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, so he became a major general, and so when he was made major general, that's when he met George Washington. Um, and at first, Washington wasn't really too impressed with Lafayette because he was like this rich kid from France that just came over here and just wanted to fight and yeah. whatever. Um, but over time, he would show his bravery, his bravery and leadership in battle. And then they would become like lifelong friends. Mm, okay. um, and also because Lafayette's dad died when he was young um he kind of saw george washington as kind of like a father figure so they're they're cool founding father figure nailed it <laughs> <laughs> i almost said grandfathered in or something <laughs> that wouldn't be not, right. not quite the smoothest yeah. but it still works um lafayette would make an impression after pulling off an, an impossible retreat from baron hill and putting pressure on british forces hmm. um but he was also largely important in trying to garner support from France. In 1779, Lafayette returned to France and saw King Louis XVI um, to try to get support for the American Revolution. Hmm. Um, it wasn't really hard to get King Louis to try to help the Americans because France and Britain always have this kind of rivalry where they want to like fuck, each o- right. fuck with each other. So yeah. France was like, a way to fuck with Britain, hell yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Lafayette, when he returned back to America, he told Washington that he was able to get 6,000 infantry soldiers and six ships. Mm, it was worth it then. Yeah, he, he got a lot of help. Uh, however, his most impressive moment in the Revolution- Revolutionary War would come in 1781. Um, there was a battle that was going to happen in Yorktown. Okay. And so Washington ordered Lafayette and Anthony Wayne, which was another general, to head to Virginia for that fight. Anthony Wayne? Yeah. He doesn't matter. Sounds like a lawyer or something. Yeah. Um, and so what it's 
so what from my understanding is that Anthony Wayne basically with his men he was like either you come fight in Virginia or we'll like kill you okay <laughs> but then Lafayette he was like because uh, the, the the troops at the time they were like uh, we're most likely gonna die over there <laughs> Um, but Lafayette was um, convinced his men to join by basically saying, like, giving him, I mean, like, listen, if you don't want to fight in Virginia, you don't have to. But you got to remember, like, why you joined the cause in the first place. And, you know, the hope of creating this new nation whenever, where everyone is free. Like, that's what you're fighting for. That's why you signed up for this shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, none of those exact words. No, no, but- I was going to say that's probably exactly what he said. <laughs> it would have worked. Uh, but yeah, that, that that convinced most of his men to join him in the battle in Virginia. Um, and as a reward for them coming to join him, um, he he bought everyone new boots and blankets, which is oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Which is nice. So, um, okay. So they went in the Battle of Yorktown. Um, they won Yorktown. And after the Battle of Yorktown, basically the Revolutionary War ended and we won. Hmm. So... Um, and so after that battle, um, Lafayette gained the title of the hero of two worlds. Nice. Well, that's pretty, an epic title right there. Yeah. that's Just go by that. Don't go by any of their names that you had before. <laughs> well, then how is that going to, like, he's, um, freaking Lemuel Miranda is going to have to, like, figure out different rhymes to that. <laughs> oh, no, he can still do that. I'm just I'm just saying he like himself should have just gone by that for the rest of his life. Well, I mean, that title's going to continue with him. Hmm. Okay, good. So you you you'll see why. Yeah. Um so again, so America's free. And so he became a new citizen. He became a citizen of the United States of America. Okay. Um and he got promotions in France for his work cuz again, U.S. and France are cool at this point. Yeah. Um, and he was 24 at the time. So he did all of this oh, by wow. the time he was 24. Dang. Yeah. That's not all he did. Okay. In late 1780, France was basically not great. <laughs> <laughs> what a start to that. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot of famines, a lot of debt because of wars, um, and just like having a monarchy that taxes your people isn't great. Yeah. Um, so the king at the time, the uh, King Louis the Eighteenth, no, I'm sorry, the Sixteenth, mm-hmm. um, called upon the States General. Um, and for people that don't know what that is. I didn't know either. <laughs> Basically, the Estates General is when there's a big meeting with the three estates in France. So, like, that's the aristocracy, like the rich people, okay. the church, and the common people. Oh, okay. So, it's like the 10% of, of make up, like, the two first people and then everyone else. Okay. Um, and so that rarely happened in France. Like the last sign that happened was like more than 150 years before this point. Mm-hmm. But he needed to make, um, he needed to call them together to figure out how they're going to deal with the financial crisis that was happening in France. Yeah. Um, and so, however, and, and okay, here we go. So there were 200 representatives at this meeting and one of them was Lafayette. He was part of the aristocracy because he was mm-hmm. so right. rich. Um, so, but they started talking. I imagine it was like, uh, wait, there were 200 total, you said? Yeah. I imagine it was like 198 aristocracy and then like <laughs> one of each of the other. Oh, <laughs> well, that's pretty even. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But, um, instead of talking about finances, um, it turned into the commoners expressing their discontent, uh, discontent of how they've been mistreated yeah. by the other two estates. Stay on topic, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, eventually, the commoners would form a national assembly. Oh, a union. Yes. And, um, and then Lafayette, having been exposed to new ideas of freedom and the republic in America and things like that, um, he joined the National Assembly. He was few, the few of the aristocracy that did that. Oh, wow. Okay. So King Louis thought maybe leaving them in a tennis court would stop them from like trying to rebel or something. Come again? <laughs> yeah. Le- leaving who? 
the commoners, the people that are trying to like make change in France. He left them in the tennis court. You mean that whole group that yeah. formed together? Mm-hmm. Just he he put them in one tennis court. Yeah, like locked them in a tennis court. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Do they have rackets? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're scattered around. I'm not sure. Hold on. What is what is happening all of a sudden? <laughs> what does that mean? It's 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 literally a tennis court. Okay. Just left them in there. He just left them in there just to ha- have them think about what they are doing? I or, guess so. Okay. I, I, it doesn't make much sense. Okay. I hope there's more about that. Yeah, there is. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but again, leaving people in an area doesn't really work, you know? Yeah, right. So I mean, uh, the COVID wasn't there, so like, it doesn't <laughs> matter if they're all... Well, they have plagues and stuff, <laughs> true, so... Right. Um, but anyways, so with some help with Lafayette's friend, Thomas Jefferson, Lafayette drafted the Declaration of Rights of Men and Citizen. What? He helped with that? Yeah, so he... Yes. Yeah, he, he wrote a draft, so the final version was a little bit different, but it still had the same ideas that Lafayette drafted up previously. <laughs> the first version had, like tennis scores on it <laughs> 30 left it's six, like one, four, one, pierre four, totally and nine lated um yeah. someone else I, I can't think of another french name it's okay i talked over you anyways <laughs> <laughs> um and i put here it's basically the declaration of independence except yeah. for the french yeah wow yeah he's very involved in uh, in our whole thing <laughs> yeah for sure um then the french revolution began after that um, and then the revolutionaries named Lafayette commander of the guard. Okay. Here's a fun fact for you. On July 17th, 1789, Louis, uh, King Louis met with Lafayette at the Hotel de Ville, which was like previously destroyed because, you know, people rebelled and destroyed shit. Mm-hmm. Um, where someone had pinned the revolutionary red and blue cockade on the king's chest. And a cockade is basically just a ribbon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why it's called a cockade. It's just like a little, like, ribbon you yeah. putting yourself. Okay. Um, when Lafayette saw the king wearing the cockade, he had inspiration. He got a white cloth, which is the collar of the Burmid monarchy, and put it in the king's cockade. Lafayette, in that sense, created the tricolor. Oh, the, wait, the what? Tricolor. I don't know. It's, I tried to say tricolor. Well, it's it's French, so oh, they say it differently. Is it with a U? <laughs> no, it's 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 spelled the same way, like tricolor. Okay. I tried to say it in French, but it didn't work. Oh, oh so I thought you were just mispronouncing. No, it's no, it's the tricolor. There you go. Something like sure, that. that. You know that. Um, <laughs> which became the French revolutionary symbol and is now the uh, flag of France. Oh, okay. So he he literally created the flag of France. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Wow. Um, this dude was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also nowhere. <laughs> I had no idea who was. Everywhere. Was. Yeah. Um, okay, so we know what happens. French Revolutionary War, people are fighting, people lose their heads, whatever, whatever. Um, during the war, Lafayette would help make changes, such as like the bourgeoisie new, new rights, so like they had less power hmm, okay. and things like that. Um, but then he became an en- enemy of the revolution after he disagreed with several things that the radical French were trying to do. Hmm. Like it was, a, it was a lot of like bad things that oh, okay. he was like, "I don't know, we should do this," and he's yeah. like, "You're against us," and yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so then um, he tried to escape France and went to, I believe it was Austria. But then he was, when he was over there, he was imprisoned. Oh. And he was there for five years. Oh, shit. Imprisoned. Hmm. Um, the whole time the U.S. tried. I mean, you can't be a badass without having some time in the clink. I guess so, apparently. The <laughs> um, clink. <laughs> um, the U.S. tried to get. Austria to release him from jail because I mean he's an American hero. Yeah. Uh, but they had no luck. Hmm. However, several years several years later, another individual would end up releasing releasing Lafayette from jail. Okay. Can you guess who that is? Five years later. Yeah. Um, George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte. Whoa, whoa. Okay. 
He did something. Cool. Yeah. So for the next four years of the Revolutionary War, the French Revolutionary War, um, was a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to talk about exactly what happened because there's a lot of shit, but... Um, because of all the shit, all the bad shit that was happening in France, Napoleon uh, beca- uh, raised, became like raising in the ranks of the military. Right. Um, and then he won the war in Austria that France and Austria were having at the time. Again, I'm not going to go into it. Um, but because he won that war, um, he ended up freeing Lafayette on September 19th, 1797. Yeah, because he was stuck there, right? Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, and so at first Lafayette was like, yeah, this Napoleon guy is a cool dude. Yeah, he (laughs) let me out and I'm free and good. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't take long for Lafayette to start to worry about Napoleon's ambition and want for power. Okay. Yeah, here we go. However, um, he couldn't dwell too much on it because, um, he learned that George Washington had died. Um, and so he was like really devastated at you know right. him dying because yeah. they were they were so close they were and, tight. yeah they were tight they were tight bros <laughs> um but then after a year you call wash <laughs> uh after a year after george washington had died um napoleon came to lafayette and asked if he could be an ambassador to america hmm. on behalf of france yeah um and then I mean, that, that makes sense yeah and then when lafayette asked him his thoughts about making france a democracy <laughs> Napoleon was like <laughs> at the noise he made yeah um, Lafayette didn't like that response and he started to publicly speak against Napoleon okay however uh, Napoleon ended up becoming the leader of France anyways mm. and Lafayette ended uh, decided to retire from public service <laughs> okay he's like fuck this yeah I didn't know if I'm done Although he had opportunities from Thomas Jefferson and Napoleon to hold different positions in each country, hmm. um, he basically was over it. He refused <laughs> both their offers. Hmm. So, um, but he just became a tennis player. In his yeah, he spent like a decade without like really doing anything. Um, but his job wasn't done. After Napoleon was exiled, and then he tried to take over France again, Lafayette just decided to step up and try to stop Napoleon from getting power. After Napoleon lost the Battle of Waterloo, which is like the the war that That was another of the sparkling waters that I was looking at. Waterloo? <laughs> yeah, sorry. He just gave me there's one called Waterloo, but it was only in packs. And oh, that was one of the healthier ones. But Well, I mean I feel like the Battle of Waterloo is more of a historical significance than <laughs> Not just you just sorry, yeah. you reminded me. I'll yeah. try that. Um Yeah, so that's the, the, the that's the battle where he like totally lost and it was over for him. Mm. Uh, Napoleon's brother approached the chamber, which is like a committee of like leaders yeah. in France, um, to try to garner f- support for his brother. But in response, Lafayette made a huge speech saying that his brother was the reason for the deaths of millions of people. Mm. The speech made an impact on the rest of the members of the chamber, um, and they abdicated and exiled Napoleon again. That's the second time they did yeah. this. Um, but before Napoleon went to exile, he met with Lafayette, and and Napoleon was basically like, "Well, you're gonna have you're you're not gonna have me, but now you're gonna have the royalty back, which you spent basically twenty five years yeah. twenty five year years of your life trying to yeah. get rid of. Like, how do you think that's like good for you? Yeah. And Lafayette like clearly knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, so he didn't let Napoleon's words get to him mm-hmm. or anything. Um, so once the monarchy was reestablished in France, Lafayette tried to get, um, try to organize liberal coups mm-hmm. against the monarchy, but they didn't work. Um, eventually, um, the monarchy got suspicious of Lafayette, <laughs> thinking, um, you know, he's doing some shit right now. <laughs> yeah. So he had a he started he wanted to lay low, so he would be in like imprisoned or whatever. Right. Um, so he went back to America after President James Monroe invited him to join a celebration of America's fiftieth anniversary. Hmm. Okay. He participated in a thirteenth thirteen month long victory tour of all twenty four states. 
where he thirteen month long. Yeah. Jeez. There, there's a lot of like towns to cover, I guess. Yeah. Um, where everyone, everywhere he went, he was cheered and celebrated as an American <laughs> hero. Mm-hmm. There's a town called Lafayette in the United States. It's most likely was named during this time in honor of Lafayette. That makes so, sense. yeah. So, like, if you visited a town, like, town made him, may have named it Lafayette after I, him. I thought of, I thought of one, like, when you first mentioned his name, that I know there's one in the U.S. I don't remember. If, there, there's several. It, oh, okay. I, I, I feel like there's one in, like, Louisiana or something. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, because that's, like, French country. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And, you know, he was such, like, a hero. Yeah, um, it's a city in Louisiana. Yeah, there's there's several Lafayette towns in mm-hmm. the United States. Well, more in like uh, eastern United States, really. Oh, okay. It's located along the Vermilion River. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So they so those towns named those the people named the towns after Lafayette when he was making this tour. They're like, hey, we're gonna name town after you. And Lafayette was like, cool, that's like the third one. <laughs> <laughs> Old news at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me something else. No, but he seemed like a humble guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Lafayette, after the tour, um, and he also visited George Washington's grave and things like that. Um, he returned to France, and then again, France at the time was a shit show. Um, and I'm not going to explain exactly what happened during this time because it's lengthy and I don't want to go into it, but um, <laughs> it hasn't stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the story's already long as is. <laughs> But um, basically, after the events that occurred during this time, um, they were able to put a new king in France. Um, and he made France a liberal, business-friendly monarchy system with checks and balances. So they're still a monarchy, but it's like, it's like how England is now, where like the, the queen is, or a king is like kind of like a, a figure. Doesn't, they don't really have okay. like any political control, you know? Isn't that kind of how it is in England now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and so he, he really wanted a system where like businesses had control of like what they were able to do and stuff like that. Um, and so, which is something he always wanted in France. Um, there's other shit that happened and that got rid of it, but basically, yeah, but Oh, this this is the cut this is the cut down version. <laughs> yeah, because the the mon the monarch that they had in place then wanted to get more power and it was a whole thing. But then Lafayette couldn't do anything more because then he died on May twentieth, eighteen thirty four, mm-hmm. at the age of seventy six. Seventy six. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Very American. <laughs> so yeah that's the story of Marquis de Lafayette there's a lot more that's, but that's but that was the little down version that <laughs> I told Definitely. so so now you know yeah. he's, he's a a figure that like he fought in the American Revolution the French Revolution yeah. he fought against Napoleon man I feel like we gotta get some kind of like French um, liquor or something. <laughs> What's a cognac? Is that French? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, one more thing I want to mention about Lafayette. Um, there's speculation. I mean, we'll, we'll never know if this is actually true or not. Um, but he might have been the reason why we won the American Revolution <laughs> <laughs> because he was able to get all those troops from France uh, yeah. to come to the United States. Um, and if it wasn't for France's help, we might have not won the American Revolution. Hmm. It's pretty big. So, yeah. Huge yeah. if true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. All right. Quite a button on that. So, um, luckily, I have a pretty short one to wrap this up. Um, And unlike your story about just a badass that, like, helped multiple countries, and (laughs) including our own, mine's more of... Gave gave people (laughs) freedoms. (laughs) Yeah. Mine's more of a lighthearted story um, that I thought you would appreciate. Thought, I, like, I like lighthearted things. Mm-hmm. It's 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 very heartwarming and not really like you're gonna like be like oh this guy's a badass, but you will and you will like what he did. Okay, good. And uh, this is yeah. That's why with him I was like when you told me like <laughs> he had done anything bad. I was like, well, he did go to a bunch of wars and yeah, probably no, killed people, I mean, but that's part of the job. Yeah. All right, so um, I'm just gonna jump right into the story. Okay. 
When a neighborhood pet went missing, one little rock man went on a search and rescue mission to find him. Just about everyone who lives in Midtown knows of Buddy the Duck. But one man made a special bond with him. It was a friendship that took flight in the... Be- <laughs> I didn't even realize that they did that pun. In the beginning of January, when the duck waddled down Burkett Wooden Street. Okay, his name is Burkett Wooden. So, I mean, mm. Arkansas name. I just kept calling him Buddy because he just became my buddy, he said. It beca- <laughs> I mean, easy enough. <laughs> it became a daily ritual for Wooden. Every day, uh, I get the food ready for Buddy to show up, he said. When the snowstorm hit, his buddy was nowhere to be found. Wooden went out to search his normal spots, and when he finally found his feathered friend, his feathers were matted with ice. He leapt over here into this side where the water runs, and the water gets deep, he said. With the weight of the ice, Buddy started to sink in the creek. That was a heart-stopping moment. I just thought for certain he was dying in front of me at that moment, he said. Determined to rescue Buddy... Wooden grabbed his his waiters and hopped in. I couldn't let Buddy die. Had to go save Buddy, he <laughs> said. I just imagine like this like older white guy, like with glasses, I don't know why. For this guy. <laughs> with like plaid and maybe uh overalls. He brought the duck inside and made a nest out of sheets to warm him up. When that didn't work, he brought out the blow dryer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you got to at some point. He was letting me blow he was letting me blow the blow dryer into his feathers and then he would puff up and capture the heat and seal it inside he said <laughs> Isn't that super cute Yeah it's cute After his daring rescue Wooden decided it was time for Buddy to migrate to a new home He brought him to a lake in North Little Rock where Wooden flocks during the week to check up on his old friend I was a little sad kind of like when somebody's children go off to college <laughs> but having gone back and seen him thriving so much at this point I'm kind of feeling proud for him he said uh, Wooden's office is nearby to the lake so he stops by almost daily since he dropped him off mm. <laughs> so I mean it's a little badass that he he helped uh, he <laughs> saved the duck but once I saw this I'm like let's just have a little lighthearted story that we don't really have very often on this show <laughs> It's cute. Yeah. It's cute. It's a nice little button to this. Uh, it's changing that, that duck's life. <laughs> for sure. One of us maybe, uh, one of them saved the country maybe. And then, you know, Sa- saved a couple of countries. A couple of countries and then the other one saved a duck. Yeah. I mean, no matter what the stakes are, you help someone out, you're a badass. Yeah. And on that note, let's go ahead and raise our glasses here. And go grab a refill. All right, bye. Bye. Bikini, go treat. In late 1780, France was basically not great. (laughs) (laughs) Napoleon was like, (laughs) at the noise he made. Yeah.